You know why? It gets on your nerves. It upsets you because why people want you to listen? They're, you throw off the thoughts. If you interrupt them while they're thinking about something, you throw them off and they'll forget what they want to say. You distract them. That's what it is. Learn how to listen. Now listen, if I'm talking to some young couple getting married, some young woman, let me tell you something as a young wife. And I, this is going to really help you. I have been counseling a long time. If your husband is talking about something, even if he's complaining about something, just listen. Don't say nothing, especially when you know you got a bullheaded husband. You best just don't say nothing. Now, there's a danger now. Don't, don't take that to the extreme and don't say nothing. <laughs> He's going to get mad at you enough. Now you don't want to talk. Yeah, you can talk, but when he's talking, just don't say nothing. Just listen. Let him talk. Let him finish what he wants to say. And then when he gets through talking, you can say, now may I speak? And even when you got to speak and he start interrupting, sometimes it's best you calm down until he stops. I'm talking about when you got a bullhead on your hand <laughs> and a bulldog, by the way. So the point is, you got to learn how to handle some things. May not be to your liking, but you love him. You want your marriage. You're trying to make it. Just listen. You know why? Men cannot stand women who are aggressive. I can tell you that. When you're aggressive, you make a man aggressive because a man only needs to be aggressive when he's dealing with protecting a woman because he's a protector. A man doesn't need to be aggressive to you or feel threatened that he had to come after you like it's another man. A woman is to be loved and treated, not to fight to protect. Treat him like he is a king. Respect him. You know, Sarah called Abraham Lord. I already know some of you all just turned the TV off, just turned the screen off right now. When I said, call him Lord, I already know you just clicked me off. <laughs> That's in the Bible. She called him Lord. And you know what? He loves her so much he lied for her. <laughs> Think about it. He lied about her. He told the man that was his sister instead of his wife because he didn't want them to to take her from him. And one king did, if you know the Bible, because he didn't tell the truth that it was his wife. He loved her that much. So he really was trying to keep people from taking her. So you gotta understand what love will do. People go out their way for you. I'm showing you the power why God said, obey the man and husband love the wife. Because that's the way God made a man. He wants a wife to be submissive, and then he turns around and love her for it. Read what the Bible says. Obey your husband, love your wife. Now, if you get control and using the feminine charm that God gave a woman, you'll get him to listen. If you make a man happy, he'll give you all that he has. If you make a man happy, he'll give you everything he has. And that's the way he designed. You have to boost him. Honor your husband, which is boosting him. Love your wife. He turns around and loves the wife. The Bible got it right. It's all about listening. Now, let me ask you a question. If you're superior over your children 
and you're trying to talk to them and they won't listen, what you gonna do to them? Well, you're gonna be like my mama, so they're gonna knock the fire out of them, <laughs> right? You're gonna apply the board of education against the seat of knowledge, right? Yes, you are. You're gonna knock them out. Why are you gonna do that? You're gonna say, I'm your mama. Now, of course, you young women, I'm your mother. <laughs> my day, I'm your mama. In fact, if you rouse some of them, they say, I'm your mom. <laughs> they weren't playing either. Mother, mom, or mama. It means the same. But you want that child to submit to you and honor you. This is the way it's designed. The child submit to the mother. The mother submit to the father. And the father submit to his maker, which is God. That doesn't mean you're less than somebody. That child is just as intelligent as the mama. But it's all about order. Order. If you want to get somewhere, friend, you better learn how to listen and sit down and listen. That'll get you somewhere. Being humble and submissive. Why are you being submissive? You're being submissive because somebody got something you want. And you got to know the, the, the little tricks to it. To get what you want. Life is all about obeying and being submissive. You get up every day to go on a job, you're being submissive. Think about it. You're submissive when you have to go to sleep. You're submissive when you have to use the restroom. There's some things in life you have to submit to. I don't care how busy you are. Nature calls, you're going to go. You're going to obey. Think about it. Life is about obeying and about submit, submitting to things. You're not less than a person because you're submissive. Jesus was submissive to the cross or we wouldn't be saved today. He humbled himself. How can God come down who, who's a creator, let the creatures kill him? No way in the world you made this creature and now you come down and become this creature and let this creature kill you and hang you on the cross. How could he do that? How could he have done that? He knew that he had to be submissive to get his goal. And once he submitted to the cross, he died and rose with all power. Now he's in control because he was submissive. Gotta learn how to listen. Now, to not go somewhere, be hard-headed and won't listen. Finally, if you want to get somewhere, gotta be careful who you listen to. You got to be careful who you listen to. Then you got to be careful who you follow. Listening to the wrong crowd, following the wrong crowd won't get you nowhere. Why I say that? I always said when I was a boy preacher, I always said, I was always told, if you want to be a great preacher, get around a great preacher. And of course, my mentor was my pastor. Oh, that was several. I love my old pastor who... Licensed me in the preacher in the ministry long gone now Reverend J.J. Jordan. He was partially blind, but a preaching man I think some of his manner fell on me and I never thought about him I always saying in my sermon Am I right about it? Am I right about it? That came from my old pastor and I never knew it's all these years Am I right about it? That was his words Reverend J.J. Jordan the man who baptized me at a little church a little country well wooden church Raw Street Baptist Church. But then another great preacher influenced me as well 
was my pastor, Reverend J.L. Mills, who ordained me in the ministry. And there are many of them, Reverend Dumas, Reverend M.C. Field, and Reverend C.J. Andrews, and Reverend U.G. Dickey, and to name a few, and the Reverend M.C. Fields, and Reverend M.B. Jordan. I could go on down the line and talk about some old preachers that touched my life, but none touched me like Dr. William Home Borders. The late William Home Borders, pastor of the famed Week Street Baptist Church on Auburn Avenue. He touched me when I heard him at 13 years old, and I always said, oh, I want to be like this man. I never dreamed the day would come when I would come to Atlanta that I would meet him and end up a member of his church conducting revivals for him, and he even asked me to become the co-pastor with him. Though I turned down the position because I had my own church, but we got that close and I started calling him Pop. And today, sometime I hate I didn't take it. But you know what? You'll hear me saying some words that always, hold me, Holy Ghost, help me, Holy Ghost, help me, Holy Ghost, that's his word, help me, Holy Ghost. I know this man influenced me, and I am where I am today because of a man like him. You listen to me, young people, you got to get the right person you want, you want in your life to be your mentor, and you got to make sure there's somebody. Now, hanging around the preachers that didn't have that, the one going to get me nowhere. You got to get around somebody who's somebody. Got to get around somebody who's somebody, and you can go somewhere. You Listen, what? Why are you going to listen to drug addict, and he's in the same shape you in. And then you're going to go around and say, well, I hang with them because these are the people that accept me. Of course they accept you because you're, out, you're down there where they are. But I dare you to rise. Then you're going to start seeing them trying to pull you back. And they're going to do everything in the world to pull you back. Why? They see you finna rise. And you, but Here's the key, here's the key, getting around other people. Got to get out of around that crowd. You may not want to, but you're trying to go somewhere. And if two things going to happen to you, you're going to end up in jail or dead or just in the street homeless. Make up in your mind, mentor people who are successful, read books, read some people bow, and just read how they overcame things in their life. Read about these famous actors and these famous football players and basketball players. They have a story. It's hard work. Think about Oprah Winfrey. It's hard work to be somebody, but somebody is always influencing somebody. And if you want to get somewhere, and my final word today is what the Bible says. If you want to get somewhere, follow the person who's been there and know where you're going. That's Jesus. Jesus said, and I'll have time today. I'm not going to talk about the text so much. I am the way. He's not pointing you to the way. He is the way. Now, Confucius Buddhism, Hinduism, Zoroastrianism, and all the other ism. They point you to the way. This is the way to live, have a good life. All that's good stuff. But Jesus didn't point us to the way. He says, I am the way. 
That's a bold statement. That's what turned a lot of people off from Christ. He put himself above Buddha, Confucius, Muhammad. He put himself above Plato, Socrates, Demosthenes, everybody that you call somebody. He put himself above all of them when he said, I am the way. And he had proof to prove he's the way. How many came out because of I'm the way? How many got delivered because of I'm the way? How many people today can lift your hands and say, praise God, I met the way?